You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. Well, hey, Becoming Me. I am so excited to introduce you to my warrior friend, Esther. Esther, welcome to Becoming Me. Woo! I'm so excited. (laughs) Thanks for having me, Emily. Y'all, I feel like as Esther and I have talked, we are like warrior sisters on opposite ends of the country. We have so many things in common, and I just love you so much. I cannot wait for people to hear your story. Both Florida girls, too. Don't forget that. True. I'm not originally from California. I've been here 10 years, but from Miami originally. So that's why we got the, you know, we got that Florida SoFlo vibes. (laughs) Yeah, we do, girl. I love it. So obviously I'm so excited that you're with Becoming Me.TV today. And if someone didn't know you, like who is Esther? What are just some of the fun things about you? Ooh, that's a fun question. I love that because, you know, we're so used to asking people when we meet them, like, oh, what do you do? And we, mm-hmm. we always identify with this title. So I can just make something up now right? and give you this fancy title, which I've never been into. Um, Same. I'm, yeah, I'm just a girl that loves to have a good time. And I'm an Enneagram seven. My main priority in life is how can I maximize the most fun out of any particular moment? I love it. Even the most boring thing, like I do not do boredom. If I ever get bored, it is like, that's like the most depressed I could ever get. (laughs) So I'm all about surfing, uh, camping, hiking, exploring national parks, traveling. I've just got back from Hawaii a couple of weeks ago, which I literally could live the island life for the rest of my days. Like, Lord, send me to the islands. I will go for you. (laughs) Yes. Um, and yeah, I just, I love the life that God has given me and, um, I'm an author. So that's a fun little, uh, you know, title I can throw in there, but it's just definitely a passion and why God, uh, a huge reason why God put me on this earth is to what I believe, um, bring an expression to his heart. Mm, I love that. I'm an Enneagram one. So when I'm in health, I move towards seven. My sister is a seven. So that's another reason why I just have felt that warrior connection with you. I love it. That's awesome. So I would love right now for you to just take some time and unpack your story. Like what has made you who you are today? What has made me who I am today? So many things like, thank God for the people that he put in my life along my journey to help me even start that journey of uncovering who God really made me to be. Because I think that for so long, I lived out of a projected image of Mm. myself that was 
a facade that was a mirage of who I wanted to be, who I, I, I hoped one day I could be. Um, but honestly, I think it was even more so just the expectations that other people had of me. I was wanting, I was trying to live up to those. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And I think that, um, you know, we go through so many seasons of life where if we're leaning into our becoming journey and we're leaning into true identity, which that does not an overnight experience. That's definitely a process. If we're leaning into it though, we're, we're learning how to strip back the layers and layers and layers of kind of who we pressured ourselves to be. And then finally getting to the core of, Oh, this is who God made me to be. This is my authentic self. And so I would say that, um, you know, how did I get to be Esther 2022? Uh, she's a different version than the girl you would have met 10 years ago. I was so insecure. Mm-hmm. I, um, I lived behind this filter of religion mm-hmm. and rightness and thinking that, you know, that I had to perform in order to be loved. And um, it's just because I grew up in a, a home where you know, we were, we loved God and we served God, but you know, it was a process of understanding that God doesn't, doesn't just put us here to use us. He didn't just put us here because, you know, he needed little minions <laughs> to do his job. He put us here because he wanted family. Hmm. And it took a journey for us to understand how to be just God's kids and uh, not feel like a utensil in the kitchen. So I know yeah. that that's a, a long winded and a bit broad uh, answer to your question, but I, I think that gives a bit of a snapshot of my journey. Yeah, no, I think that's incredible. And Esther, if somebody was kind of tuning into your story and like, man, I really resonate with what you're talking about and you're pursuing living up to other people's expectations, or maybe you grew up believing one thing about who you should be, right? How did you break through some of those barriers? And now you're saying confidently, like, who you're meeting right now in 2022, this version of Esther is this confident, you know, I know who God made me to be. What was that journey? Like, how did you break through that and discover who you are now? I would say that I flew away from the nest. <laughs> like, And at the end of the day, you have to fly away from your comfort zone, the nest of, you know, fear that we've been nurtured in. Mm-hmm. And we don't recognize it as fear because when you start identifying with fear and when fear, the, the voice of fear has become a close friend to you, almost hear it as the voice of God. And when Mm. the people that are authoritative figures in your life, you know, speak certain things over you oftentimes, and, and they're not godly things. They're not things that God would say about you. We partner with those things and we believe them about ourselves. And we actually think that that's what God thinks of us. And so a lot of times our belief systems are so infiltrated by the voice of fear that we don't even realize we're living in a cage. We don't even realize we're not operating in our true authority, in our true authority or authentic self until we fly away from the nest and we get outside our comfort zone. We get outside that environment and we have to face the resistance of life. And so when I was 21, I moved from South Florida out of the house I was born and raised in. Wow. <laughs> so I was 
dramatic. And here I moved to Orange County, California. And I'm like, what's a hipster? (laughs) Who are these white people? (laughs) Like, it was culture shock to the max. Mm. Uh, And it was the first time I had to learn how to stand on my own and have my own relationship Mm. with God without the approval of my parents and everyone that I thought were, were representative of the voice of God in my life. And so I think that that's how I really began facing the the filters that I was living in and that incubator, I began to break free from year after year after year. Wow. That's powerful. I mean, just identifying what are those voices of fear? What are the voices around you speaking into your world that aren't from God? It's not the truth that you want to embrace and having to step out of your comfort zone to really discover who God made you to be. I, I love that. Um, tell me a little bit about, so you've shared that you're an author. Yay. So tell me a little bit about your writing, your books, because you're a multiple author, you have several books. So walk me through your writing journey and then tell me a little bit about your latest book. Yeah. Oh, I love writing. I, if I could write all day, every day, just for fun and like you know get paid to do that but also not have like too much pressure you know there's so much that comes with it it really is um it's such a gift that I'm so grateful for and then yeah there's I definitely believe that there's a calling on certain people to scribe just words from heaven obviously the bible is a huge example of that where God God in just infused his revelation into certain people and um, and now we get to live in, in the product of it and the freedom of those words. So I started writing since I was a little girl. And I think that anyone listening here, if you're in a season where you're questioning, what am I, what am I even supposed to do with my life? Like, that's such a big yeah. question. You know, what am I going to be when I grow up? I think that we put so much pressure on ourselves to be something great because, obviously we're, we're called to greatness, but we have a really off definition of what great means. Hmm. And I think that if we were to go back to our childhood, we would get an accurate definition of what greatness should be to Hmm. us. And just remember lock back into that little childhood heart of yours and how you envisioned your future, even as crazy as it was, I believe there's an anchor there and there's a, a seed that God planted in your most innocent years. That's pointing you to your destiny. Yeah. And that for me was writing. I loved writing and even just poems and fun stories. And it was just something that was so natural for me. And, uh, I published my first book when I was 21. It's a children's book. Yeah. And, um, I've just always had a heart to, um, bring a world of imagination mm-hmm. and creativity to others who, yeah, who maybe have disconnected from just those years of being able to, to be playful with themselves and with God, and then introducing the heart of God and introducing theology, like accurate biblical theology through these concepts that honestly, I feel like I'm coming through the back door for some people where they're like not realizing what they're getting when they're purchasing a book from me. But really it's like, oh, I thought I was buying this book about a little girl that loves to twirl in skirts, but really it's like, no, then you're learning all about how to live free from the fear of what other people think of you Mm. and free to just be yourself because that's who God made you to be. And you can change the world just by being yourself. 
And so I, I just love coming up with creative ways to have conversations with people that can introduce them to the love of Jesus. Oh, I love that. That's incredible. Um, so tell me a little bit about your latest release. Yes. Oh, well, now that you mention it, Emily, I just happen to have one right here. Yeah, girl. <laughs> I love it. It's called Single Shouldn't Suck. It is my baby, my book baby. <laughs> this, And I literally mean it because there's, there's no coincidence that it took me nine years to write this. Okay. Nine years, nine months to have a baby. Just saying, just saying, like I definitely birthed this. (laughs) Yes. I love that. (laughs) This book is, uh, yeah. Single shouldn't suck. Let go of finding the one and love the life in front of you. And it is my diary entries. This is as vulnerable, raw, real, absolutely exposing every part of me. (laughs) Um, my parents, you know, I have yet to ask them if they've read it, but we're going to have to have a conversation (laughs) or two. Out there, and I think that that is the gift that um, I think that God wanted to give our generation right now, where not just my diary, but a, a sense and permission for everyone yeah. to feel like, hey, we don't have to hide. Mm-hmm. You do not have to hide your story, and you should not feel ashamed at all for the journey that you've lived and the story that you've lived because it's so worth telling. And there's so mm-hmm. much grace and redemption for you. And guess what? The Holy Spirit's there along the journey. So I started that book nine years ago because there weren't any books out there that I could find personally, maybe they exist, but I couldn't find them on telling me that my season of singleness mattered. Mm-hmm. Every book for singles was prepare yourself for marriage, how, look, how, how to find the one, how to be the one. And they were all written by like youth pastors who met their wives or husbands in like yes. or, you know, in Cambodia. Yes. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, I've been to all of those. Didn't meet a single soul that I would ever like, they're all weird right now. I'm weird. So like, I don't know. I just feel like I need to just step out and do this and write a book that I I wish, you know, I could have had at that time Hmm. and just a companion, someone to walk through, walk with me and unpack all of the misbeliefs that I had really built my whole ethos out of at that time. I really believed I wasn't supposed to date. I I was waiting for the one I had written 572 letters to my future husband. And I'm like, he hasn't written me back once. Like what the heck? I haven't, I haven't gotten anyone. Yes. Actually, you know, be interested in, I had all the ones that I wouldn't be interested in and the weirdos and yeah. So I just said, Hey, all right, God, let's do this. And I really felt a mandate from heaven. I, I will say I wouldn't have stuck with it for nine years if I didn't. Um, and I just knew he's breathing, um, uh, on this word for a new generation mm-hmm. and redeeming his heart for singles. I love that. Like, absolutely love it. I love your heart behind it, the message of it. And just even that concept of you wrote the book that you needed, like you wrote the thing that you wanted to walk with you. Um, So if somebody was like, I need that book right now in my life, where could they buy it? Oh, you can get an Amazon Prime, baby. Like, let's go tomorrow. (laughs) Amazon Prime or singleshitsuck.com. I love it when people buy it on 
uh, singleshrimpsuck.com because I love hooking them up with discounts. Right now on Amazon, I can't do discounts. Um, but yeah, I, I love sharing it with people who are have felt the same frustrations and pain. Yeah, absolutely. So another question for you. Are you a coffee drinker? I don't know this about you yet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have my coffee cup over here. Like just scowled it down earlier. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How do you drink your coffee? Okay. So I, I switch it up every now and then, okay. but lately I've been loving, um, Nespresso. I've been doing an espresso, like cappuccino so in the morning. Mm-hmm. Right. So good. Um, but I've been doing, I usually do heavy cream. A lot of okay. people steer away from like the fat in it, but it's actually really healthy for you and your brain to get the organic good kind. And okay. so I usually will do heavy cream, but I'm on the almond milk kick right now. It's a little bit lighter, but in the almond milk I do. Um, so I froth that and then I okay. do coconut oil. Ooh. I do, uh, yeah, I do cacao or cocoa powder and then a little bit of honey and cinnamon on top. Okay. Oh, who needs coffee shops ever oh, yeah. when you oh, have, I know. What you I know. I go to a coffee- yeah, like once a week I buy coffee out. I am not a big, yeah. I love making it at home or a little piece of dark chocolate instead of all that, but with the coconut oil. Yeah. Oh, that sounds amazing. Oh yeah. You're like, what's your coffee drink? So I typically, I start every day with it straight black. Like I love hardcore. Oh, I love it. Like I can't start sweet. What's your favorite brand or or like bag that you particularly like? Okay. Right now I'm really enjoying Dunkin' Donuts has a like chocolate pancake blend that like smells like you made chocolate chocolate pancakes. Like chocolate chip? Yeah, chocolate chip pancake. Yeah, like chocolate chip pancakes. Oh Oh, my goodness. It's really good. Really, Ah, really good. So, but if it's not that, like I'm game for anything like cinnamon based or like just, I don't know. So if you were like making the Esther specialty coffee for Mm -hmm. you and a friend, right? And you're trying to encourage them on their own becoming journey. What would you say? Oh, I mean, I feel like the majority of that conversation would be listening, you know, because I'm like, I don't know what I would say right now in the sense of, you know, I just think that so much of what we want to say, we shouldn't, you know, Mm. I feel like, I feel like the Holy Spirit's kind of putting that on my heart because I, I talk about a lot in my book pertaining to singleness in the regard that we say things out of our own uncomfortability Mm of the of the situation and making someone else feel a certain way and so we want to encourage we want to bring the word we want to say all the right things in order to give them hope or Mm -hmm. you know help them not think about the thing that they're frustrated or hurting um about and and I I want to just like pause here and say sometimes it's it's better to not say Hmm. some of those slogans or the cliches or even or even the scriptures, like, I think there's a time and a place where, yeah, we do, we need to pump the word of God into our friends. Mm-hmm. And we need to absolutely give them just this shot of faith where we remind them of what God says about them. But I think that there's little um, empathy in mm-hmm. these moments where we're listening, and we're hearing the pain. And we need to just say, man, I- I've never actually been through that. And instead of relating, because sometimes when we relate, we make it about us. Mm-hmm. instead of relating and just we can just listen and say man like I'm so sorry you went through that but 
I know the Holy Spirit is this with you right now. And I'm so proud of you. And how did yeah. that make you feel? And, and what do you see for your future? And what are your dreams right now? I think instead of me encouraging them in their becoming journey in the sense of giving them a piece of advice, I would probably ask them a few better questions. Because oh, I think yeah. sometimes we get hung up on asking the wrong questions because we're still yeah. believers in lies. So I think I would just maybe try to ask the Holy Spirit, okay, what should I say? Should I say something? Because oftentimes the Holy Spirit's going to tell them the thing that maybe you want to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I, and I really believe that creates an environment for a miracle that, that God wants to do rather than make it about us having a pretty sermon in that moment. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it's so hard to do, but I love how you're really prompting through intentional questions because the greatest becoming that happens is when we discover it internally too, right? right. Like we can go yeah. hear all the sermons, all the inspirational things, read all the books, listen to the songs, but until yeah. that transform transformation happens in here, like yep. it doesn't really matter. So mm -hmm. spending that time over a cup of amazing coffee, oh, yeah. asking those questions really helps someone uncover who they are and who they want yeah. to be. That's awesome. Yeah. Cause that's personal revelation. And I could sit here all day and give a list of rules or I could sit here and tell you my story, but mm -hmm. I think sometimes we need to really pump the brakes on that because we tend to project yeah. our own journey onto other people and our own convictions onto other people when God never, and I know that other people have done that to me and I've done that as well, because that's how we, we, you know, we produce, um, what we've been taught. And so yeah. I think that, yeah, I think we need to just allow people to live their own story and affirm that. Mm, that is powerful. Thank you for sharing that. Um, you know, where can people connect with you online? Where can they learn more about your book, your journey, and just like follow along? Yeah, well, uh, I have a love-hate relationship with social media, as we all do. So <laughs> like sometimes I'm on there, sometimes I'm not. I mean, sit or miss, but I, I do, I had this cool conversation with this person in one, uh, uh, one day. And, um, to answer your question, I am on social media I, and my handle is at Estes. Um, that's E S T E. And then four S's it's an old nickname. We're going with it. it. <laughs> and we'll have um, the link in the show notes. Yeah, so you can easily link connect. There we go. Let's yeah. do that. And, um, and I'm also on TikTok. That's where you can find the true me, to be honest. <laughs> Same I handle. love your TikTok. It's so hey, much fun you on there yes girl okay, we need to do it we need to do a duet that would be so awesome okay i'm so finding you out there like after this i love well, TikTok, let's do it actually. yeah um but here's the thing is that i think sometimes we we can live in a fake world obviously so many people can feel that way on instagram and really be disconnected from reality and we feel like we can know people more than we actually do mm -hmm. so i got a lot of bold questions in my DMs, like people asking me weird, crazy stuff. And I'm like, you actually don't have the right to ask me that we're not friends, <laughs> but I will happily talk to you about your calling and identity in Jesus and pour into you. Um, so I think like having healthy boundaries there is really important, but then yeah. also I'm huge on answering any DM that comes to me because mm -hmm. as long as it's not a stalker, <laughs> but, and the reason is, and I think you do this so well, Emily, is because there's such a culture of like social media influencing mm -hmm. 
that becomes like this exclusive like persona posture and yeah. I'm so not about that I'm such an includer I'm mm-hmm. all about the ad- outcast underdogs mm-hmm. and you do this so well of just championing others and seeing people where they're at not ever caring about who has what followers or <laughs> who even cares who cares we're no. like, a human made in the image of God and if you DM me something stupid I'll probably still respond with like God loves you and I'm so mm-hmm. thanks for reaching out would you like to purchase my book because <laughs> I think it can help <laughs> Yes. But all about um, inclusivity and and reaching out. So if you ever DM mm-hmm. me, let's chat. Let's have a chat. I love it. Like I love your just heart so much. You're amazing, Esther. Aww, I um, you. I just I'm your biggest cheerleader. Thank you for sharing your story. Your your just who you are, who you're becoming. Journey with becoming me. TV. Um, and y'all, I cannot recommend enough. Esther's book and following her, um, like serious, especially on TikTok. Cause your TikToks are so much fun. Like I love them. Um, but you answer a lot of people's questions and you are very, you're sharing very authentically your journey, um, which is really fun to watch, really fun to be a part of, and you're very relatable. So I love following you y'all go follow Esther. We'll have the links in the show notes, but thank you so much for sharing your journey. You're amazing. Thank you, Emily. I can't wait to finally get to hang out with you in real life. Come to the West Coast because it's the best coast. <laughs> I love you my Florida weather, but girl, I'm going to get you out here. We'll get you on a surfboard and we're going to have a good hey, time. Some that'd good be a blast. Yes, I cannot wait for that day. And when you're back in Florida, you let me know too, because we're oh. definitely hanging out. Oh, deal. Deal. <laughs> I love it. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv.